Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. I think you know we had a very good message you know through all the testimonies okay but uh, I just have something very short it's I'm not going to try I'm going to try and not to take too much time today but a very short word okay but here's what I want you to do you know even as we listen to this word I want you to like you know maybe write it down somewhere or you know put it down in a place where you can constantly see it as you move into 2024 and the reason being let me put it this way the reason being 2023 and 2024 may not be very different you might be wondering is that the encouragement we are supposed to receive i'm really looking forward for some changes in 2024 and that might be true there can be different changes but i promise you one thing if you are not very careful and if you are not very sure of how we walk in 2024 i promise you this one thing there will be nothing different that happens in 2024 when you look back at the year 2023 whatever has happened you know i'm sure when you look back you know maybe maybe you know when you look back there has been moments of victory in this last year there has been moments of defeat and discouragement and despair that has happened this last year man many of those things are going to repeat itself in 2024 but there's something that if you hold on to that can change everything the way doesn't matter like i said in the beginning of today's worship service whether it's good whether it's bad it can change 2024 the way it pans out for you and for me amen i've titled you know today's message as god with us okay this is something that you know uh that kept coming back to me over and over and over again you know in the last 3 to 4 months god is with you god is with me okay you know what the 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 original word you know that's used in scripture for this actually means you know what's the original word that's used emmanuel god with us all right i want you to turn to the person who's sitting next to you and tell them god is with you put on a smile on your face when you do that okay give them a word of encouragement you know god is with you okay don't 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 be discouraged don't look at them as you know something that's bad but look at them and say god is with you moving into the year 2024 amen okay either we are done with that okay let me ask you this question how many of you are really looking forward to 2024 expectation high expectations okay god's going to do something amazing this coming year okay uh let me let me just have we just uh, you know before we look into the message okay and before we set it up can we just look to the lord in prayer is that okay okay every eye closed all right father even as we come into your presence as we get ready to listen to your word this morning lord i pray holy spirit that you would speak to us this morning lord 
Lord, even as we are in the last Sunday of this year, Lord, we thank you, Lord Father, for your faithfulness in our lives this all this one year, Lord. As we heard many of the testimonies, Lord Father, Lord. Lord, it is again, Lord Father, a testimony of what you can do, Lord Father, Lord, to those people who have their lives surrendered completely to you, Lord. And Father, we believe, Lord, as we get ready to listen to your word this morning, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to us and minister to us, Lord. As we heard, Lord, as we move into this year, 2024, this is the word that we want to carry in our hearts, Lord, so that we can truly see a difference happen in this coming year, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How many of you have ever been to a youth camp? Youth camp? Okay. Um, it's something that I'm really looking forward to, you know, as a church. Sometime this year, hopefully we should have one. I'm really praying, you know, and hoping and expecting God would do that and allow us to have that this year. Okay. Youth camp was something that uh, I remember growing up, you know, when I just came to the Lord as a college student. I remember this was something that I would really, really look forward to. Okay. The youth camp would be um, maybe like three to four days, you know, together at a stretch. It would not be in the same city that you're in. You're, it's probably, you know, somewhere else, okay, in a distant location. And uh, many of the youth, you know, we would come together and um, the church, you know, back in Mangalore, what we used to do is they used to actually invite, you know, maybe some guest speakers who would come in and they would preach, you know, God's word and all of those things. And I remember this one youth camp very specifically because in that youth camp, I was in charge, okay? And being in charge, you know, the problem with being in charge was, you know, everything that happened in that youth camp was entirely my responsibility, entirely mine. So I had to look into every, you know, small little detail that was happening, you know, the worship team, the instruments, okay, the speaker, the food, the, the accommodation, the transport, facility, all of those things, you know, the responsibilities was on my head. And I remember, you know, uh, we had really prayed, you know, that God would really move in a very powerful way during the youth camp. There was around 100, 120 something youth students, you know, who was a part of that youth camp that one year. And I remember, you know, I would be outside handling all the responsibility, talking to the necessary required people. And then I would come in as soon as the session would start. You know, as the preacher would start speaking, I would be like, you know, ready to, you know, receive something that God would want to speak. And I remember, you know, it was in a three-day camp, every session that I sat through, there was all around maybe morning, afternoon, and night, so three sessions in a day. So that's like three into three, there's nine sessions in total. And I remember every session that I sat through, I didn't receive anything from God. Okay, but you know, when I would ask the young people and I would ask the people who had sat and listened through it, every one of them, almost every one of them would come back and say, you know, it was very powerful. God really spoke to me. God did this and God did. And I would be sitting there and I would be listening to them. I would be wondering, why didn't I receive anything? You know, I mean, I was right there. I, I was sitting and listening to the same sessions in the same place. And why wasn't I being able to receive anything from the Lord? Have you ever been in a place like that? You know, where, where everyone around you seems to be receiving something. Everyone around you, you know, seems to be hearing something, especially from God. And you would be in that same place, same position. And somehow, no matter what the speaker is speaking, no matter, you know, what, what the worship is going on, you wouldn't sense God speaking to you at all. And that was exactly my position. And I remember, you know, after the youth camp was over, we went back, you know, to Mangalore and we were there. And I remember going up to the pastor and I told my pastor, Pastor, I didn't receive anything from these three days. 
I mean, I was in charge. I was running around making sure all the arrangements, everything was done. And most of the young people are so excited and so thrilled that you know God spoke to them. Why didn't I receive anything? And I remember it was you know when he told me this, and he and he made this statement. And he said, Danny, the reason probably why you didn't receive anything was because your mind was so saturated with all the arrangements and all the things that you had. and i remember listening to what he said that day and i realized yeah a part of it was really true that even though i was there guess what i really wasn't there how many of you can relate to what i'm saying it happens in our classrooms every day right i mean you're there you're physically present there some of you are present here today physically are you here mentally with me turn to the person and tell them it's not ready to sleep yet it's not time it's not ready come come we go shake them up tell them it's not ready to sleep yet it's not time to sleep yet we've all been in that place and time where we might be physically present in that place and there might be a lot of things that's happening in that place but you might be completely disconnected from that place that things could just pass by and you would even realize that things passed by i wonder when you look back at 2023 When you look back at 2023 I wonder you know through all the situations that you've been through through all the you know the probable challenges and maybe the difficulties that you have experienced did you experience God in every one of those moments or is it possible that you were there you were physically present everything you know you you were witnessing everything that was going on but is it possible that maybe just maybe that you missed the presence of God it's possible that man because you know of the situations and because of things that's happening in our lives can i tell you this church it is very possible to miss what god could be doing in that moment just because your mind and your you know mentally and emotionally you might be disconnected and you might be in some place yes it is very possible that's why i said in the beginning of today's message listen it is possible that you know you can move into 2024 and everything will just be the same as it was in 2023 and the only thing that can be different is if you would step aside and just say for a moment that you know what i've been hearing that god is with me god is with me and i still believe that even in the challenges and in the moments that i'm going to experience in the year 2024 god is going to be with me but the only difference is if you would acknowledge and if you would be able to embrace the fact that god is in really indeed there in that moment did you know that in scripture there were many people who missed the presence of god even though he was there you know that in fact let me let me let me show you you know somebody his name is jacob who was jacob's brother esau Okay, Jacob and Esau from the Old Testament. I mean, most of you know his story well. I'm not going in detail into his story, but Jacob was running away from whom? Bible quiz. Jacob was running away from somebody. He was running away from his older brother Esau. Why? Because he had cheated and he had stolen the blessing that was due to his elder brother. Remember that story. And Jacob was running away, running away, and he reached a place. All right, and he reached a place. You read through scripture; it's right there. He reaches a place where he falls asleep, and when he wakes up, you know what? He makes a statement. Genesis chapter twenty-eight, verse sixteen to seventeen. 
Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. What's he saying? Surely God is here. And I didn't realize it. I didn't know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. Jacob was so consumed, you know, by running away from his brother. Jacob had stolen and Esau had sworn that, you know, he would kill him when he finds him. And Jacob runs away for his life from that place, you know, from his brother so that the brother wouldn't find him and kill him. And he was so consumed in that running away that he comes to a place where the presence of God was present. And guess what happens? He misses it entirely. He misses it entirely. Okay, now this is the Old Testament. You want to see where this happens in the New? Alright, let me, let me show you another place, okay? Come to the New Testament. We read about Mary Magdalene. How many of you have heard of Mary Magdalene? Alright. Mary Magdalene, what is the context, you know, just what we are going to read. Jesus had been crucified. His body was kept in the tomb for how many days? For three days. Early in the morning hours, you know, she and some other woman, you know, they go up to the tomb and she found it to be empty. And we pick up reading from John's Gospel, chapter 20, verse 11 to 16. But Mary stood outside the tomb weeping. And she wept. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. Verse 12. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now watch verse 14. Now when she had said this, she turned around and she saw who standing there? Come on church. Who did she see seeing there? She saw Jesus standing there. But, what, but what, look at what happens. She did not know that it was Jesus. The presence of God was right there in front of her. The same body that she had gone to see was missing in that tomb. And lo, behold, it was standing. He was standing right there. She saw Jesus, but she did not realize and recognize that it was Jesus. Verse 15, Jesus said to her, Now look, Jesus is speaking now. Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? And look at what it says there. She supposing him to be whom? A gardener. Here is the one that she was looking for. He's speaking to her, you know, directly, you know, face to face, one on one. And what does happen? She doesn't recognize him. The presence of God was there and yet she did not know that God was there in that moment. And she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him and said and Jesus said to her Mary and that's when you know her eyes were open and she recognized him and she turned to him and said Rabboni which means which is to say is it possible church and I want you to think about this 2023 was a moment maybe you've experienced the worst of the worst. Maybe you've experienced defeat after defeat. Maybe you've experienced discouragement after discouragement. Is it possible that God was there in that moment with you and because you were so consumed, you know, with what you were facing, you missed the presence of God entirely. Because when you look at the story of Jacob, when you look at the story of Mary Magdalene, this is exactly what happened to them. They were so consumed in the moment with the stuff that they were dealing with on the inside, that even though God was right there, right next to them, they missed him entirely. And I church, and I'm telling you this, moving into 2024, the same things can happen you know, over and over and over again. And you could miss the presence of God entirely in that moment if you are not careful. 
how do we stay fully engaged in the middle of everything that's happening in our lives you know and i'm telling you 2024 is not going to be easier it's not going to be you know lighter it can be more challenging it can be you know more and more things that you know i mean like i said you know there's two people who's waiting for 2024 apart from us you know who they two are one is god with all his promises and all the things that he wants to do for you and there's another person waiting for you as well do you know who that is the adversary enemy he's waiting yeah come 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 oh you have no idea what i've lined up for you man all these things are for you and i'm telling you church i promise you this 2024 will be a year of victory if you recognize that god is there in the midst of everything that i'm experiencing or facing but how do you keep your eyes focused on how do you keep engaged you know in that place and one of the stories you know that i want us to look and i want to give you just two points okay is from the passage of luke 24 okay luke 24 okay just to give a quick context before we you know go into that story luke 24 is a place where jesus you know the resurrection was over everything is done okay these two guys you know they're pretty much discouraged because they were expecting you know some other things to happen you know after the resurrection i mean they didn't expect jesus to die in the first place and these two guys you know they had gone into this festival okay and they were going coming back to their hometown and as they were coming back to their hometown from this where this festival was happening they were just discussing amongst themselves you know the things that was happening okay and that's where we we pick up you know the story when we meet these two people okay they're completely discouraged and jesus is discussing what's just happened you know in, including the resurrection of jesus okay luke 24 was 13 to 19 now behold two of them were traveling that same day to a village called emmaus which was 7 miles from jerusalem and they talked together of all these things which had happened so it was while they conversed and reasoned that jesus himself knew drew near and went with them so picture the situation here's two people you know they 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 finished a festival they very discouraged you know because they were hoping that something you know would change and some things would happen because of jesus nothing happened the way they thought it should and they coming back completely discouraged and they talking amongst themselves what's happened and who comes in between them who comes in between them jesus himself okay and that's why you know scripture is very very emphatic on that jesus himself knew near drew near and went with them verse 16 but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him and he said to them what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad who has come beside them jesus and again we find a similar situation happening here they're so consumed with their discouragement they're so consumed with what's happening around them that when jesus came near to them they didn't even recognize who jesus was and jesus even spoke to them and then verse 18 when one of them whose name was cleopas answered and said to him are you the only stranger in jerusalem and have you not known the things what's happened here in these days <laughs> which 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 world are you from i mean you know all these things are happening here and you have no idea what's happened here hello do you read the newspapers hello what's going on what are you are you asking us what are we why are we sad and why are we walking like this and he said to them what things So they said to him the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth and they go on to explain okay and I, I don't want to go into the rest of the story amazing story you should go read that out okay they invite Jesus and that's where you know as Jesus was opening up the word to them that's when their eyes were opened and they recognized that it was Jesus 
But here's the concept that hey, I want us to catch. Here's the thing that I want us to not miss today. It is possible that we can get consumed by the things that is facing us, that we miss the presence of God in that moment. It is possible. So how do you keep engaged? How do you make sure that man in every moment that you go through, that you do not miss the presence of God and what God might be doing in that moment of discouragement, in that moment of defeat, in that moment of you know difficulty or circumstance that you might be facing? What do you do? in those moments. Here's two things that I want to quickly share and close, okay? Number one, have a God perspective. Have a God perspective. You know, verse 13, it says, okay, Luke records this, okay, verse 13, the first part, what does he say? Now behold. Luke was, Dr. Luke, I mean, you know, he's the one who's written this entire gospel. When Luke was writing this story, he knew what was going to happen. I want you to picture it that way. Have you ever read a book, you know, with which you have an idea fairly of what's going to happen in the end? You know, I remember as a child, um, one of my favorite heroes, you know, was Superman. Okay, and there was, you know, times when uh, I would get the comic book. I mean, I don't think people read comic books anymore. Okay, but back in my time, it was a thing. Okay, and I remember, you know, halfway through the story, he would be going through a very difficult time. And sometimes he would be like, okay, is he really going to make it? I remember I would turn to the end of the comic book to make sure that, okay, fine, fine, come, 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 let's go back. That's okay. It's good. Anyway, you go through that thing and I'm telling you, listen, Luke is in that perspective when he's writing the story of these two men. Luke is saying, listen, now behold, you know, something is going to happen right now. And those two men who's going through that situation have no idea what's going to happen. And that's why he starts off this passage by saying, behold, behold, you know, this is what's going to happen, guys. Get ready, get ready. You know, something exciting, you know, the, I mean, movies, they call it the climax. Okay. And he's saying, listen, something climax, the climax of the story is going to happen right now. So don't, you know, lose your focus. Don't lose the attention to detail what I'm writing here. Because things are going to change, you know, just not just like what you read it in the beginning. And here's what, you know, what I want to say. Listen, when, when you think about, you know, having a God perspective, it's important. Can I tell you this, church? If you move, when you're moving into this new year, 2024, it's important to move in with the idea of having a God perspective. What does that mean? What does that mean? The perspective which we need to have is that of a God perspective. Now, I want you to think about this just for a moment. Imagine, you know, like this is how I like to read scripture, especially if it's a story setting to it, okay? I like to place myself in that story. Have you ever done that? Okay. And I want you to think for just a moment, what if you were the third person who's walking with those people? You've read the end of the story. Wouldn't you want to, you know, walk with these people and say, guys, relax, don't be discouraged, don't be sad by looking at everything what has happened, things are going to change. Wouldn't you want to go alongside them and say that, you know what, I come from the future, I've seen what happens, so relax, I know what I'm saying. Do you think those guys would believe you? And you would, you know, maybe try to your level best to convince them that, listen, this is, this is not the right perspective to have, but I'm giving you a different perspective. Why? Because, man, everything turns out good. And in fact, you know, in just a few moments, you know, Jesus himself is going to come and walk with you, you know, all the way to your hometown. But do you think in that moment, 
it would be possible for those people to look at us maybe if you are there with them and say that you know what i'd like to believe you but i don't because sometimes can i tell you this church when you're going through a difficult moment when you're in that moment of despair when you're in that moment of discouragement it's so easy to take our eyes off what god is doing and keep our eyes fixed on what is happening around us isn't that true I mean think about this I mean you know some of the testimonies that we heard this morning involved you know many people going through panic attacks going through depression and I wonder you know how many times you know each of us have been in that moment when you know the situation that we were facing seemed overwhelming I myself I told you you know one of the things that I thought I might lose my boys you know because of the sickness that was there why because the situation can be so overwhelming that our eyes can be so focused that we can forget to take our eyes off our problem and keep our eyes fixed on the author and the finisher of our salvation and many times church that is exactly what we need to do when we are going through a difficult situation what do i mean by having a god perspective having god perspective is to know that our eyes can be open to god's activity even in the midst of our discouragement knowing that listen this is not the end of the story and keeping on reminding yourself that listen this is not what it seems listen there is still a new day that's coming can i tell you this church i remember you know when my boys were sick one of the things that constantly used to challenge me going into the night was okay man tonight can we sleep you know which of our boys is going to wake up with you know heavy fever i remember there were nights you know when i would have to take the wet towel because the medicines were not working and i had to wet them up you know so that the temperature would just come down it was challenging it was very difficult i haven't even given you a glimpse of you know what we went through it was very very challenging we have had sleepless nights why because we wanted to make sure the temperature of our boys all three of them would not shoot up and their temperatures would average between 103 and 104 it was very very high there were times you know when our boys would like just shiver in this and i remember you know many times in those moments i've asked myself listen is this the end is this you know this and i remember telling myself many times in that process that listen there's still a morning that's coming there's still a morning that's coming this is not the end of the story not till god says it's done and church can i tell you when what it does it mean to have a god perspective is simply reminding yourself that listen this is not the end of the story i may not see good things happening right now in this situation in this present moment but i can always know that god is at work even though he doesn't seem like it is he is working having a god perspective of, of often opens our eyes to what god might be I remember I remember hearing a preacher you know he said once we often want a resurrection without death isn't that true and that is painful that moment is very very difficult when you're going through that but a resurrection can only happen if a death has happened and you know what's this you know what's another thing that's sad we want healing without sickness and you can't experience healing if you have not experienced sickness if you haven't understood and if you have not gone through what it means like you know to be heavy laden with sickness you cannot rejoice for the healing that god brings into you if you have not experienced the sickness and many times church the things that we go through in that moment might be things that god is setting up so that he can come in and he can do the miracle that he wants to do in your life 
and that is why it's important when we're going through those difficulties and you're going through those difficult moments to keep our eyes open to the one who has created us and not to the situation and the problem that is happening now i've shared the story many times before you know as a child one of the things that i used to be really scared of was swimming anyone any good swimmers here swimming swimming anybody okay yeah i i used to you know really be scared of especially the deep water why because you can't you know touch the floor with that with your feet and i remember my dad you know wanted me to you know really pick up swimming and he would send me for these classes and i would like you know somehow with all my fear and everything i would somehow learn a little bit little bit little bit and i remember our teacher back then i think i was maybe 7 or 8 years old you know when my dad first started sending me to learn swimming and the whole class there was around 8 or 9 of us you know in that batch and i remember the whole all of them knew that i was really scared of water including my you know my teacher my instructor okay and and i remember she, this this lady you know it was a lady instructor and she 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 would often want us to have fun in the water not be scared of the water so she would often say okay listen i'm going to go to the deep water and i want you to take turns and i want you to jump into the pool and that that scared you know that scared me like even more you know what is that it was very scary i mean just the idea of moving, getting into the water was scary for me now jumping into a deep water where i have no control over anything that's like that's not something that was my cup of tea and i remember i went and stood at the last end of the line eight nights today all of them are you know taking turns jumping in and anyone and she would you know come up and she would pull them out of the water and she'd say okay you want to jump once more yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would all line up behind me okay so i was number 9 imagine this number 9 i'm now number 2 and now i'm become number and there are people waiting behind me so and i remember the situation okay she is like okay danny jump i'm like what danny jump you know <laughs> and i'm like stalling for time and i'm like just waiting you know because i'm hoping that this moment would just go by and the people behind me are getting agitated why because man just jump and it's fin get it over with why are you just you know stalling and wasting time you know because we all have to go also right and we want to do this again and again and i remember i sat down slowly and i'm like touching you know the pool water and i'm like trying to make sure that should i should i not i remember this one girl and i'll never forget her for the rest of my life she comes up behind me okay she's standing somewhere way back in the line and she's like are you going to jump or not no i'm not taking my time and then she goes up behind me and guess what she does and then boom you know there i mean first of all you know i'm scared and i'm not expecting this okay and now she comes back she pushes me straight up and all i remember is going down and down you know i'm like flapping and flipping and all my four all my foes are all over the place you know trying to hope that i can grab you know some place of this thing and i don't find anything and i'm deep down in the water and i remember opening my eyes okay i don't even have those uh, whatever i mean those visors i don't have any of those i just open my eyes right down in the deep water and i'm looking up and i can just see you know this is this is water that's the the rays of light are you know i mean you, you know that picture and i thought well this is the end it's <laughs> a thought it's running in my mind and i remember you know as i was going down and down and down i remember there was a you know there was a lunge at my shorts okay there was a lunge you know literally somebody like literally grabbed you know the back of my shorts and they began to push me up that was my instructor and she just pulled me out of the water and i'm like ah, and you know, i mean over we get the picture all right and i'm out of the water and then she you know she takes me back into the thing did you enjoy it <laughs> no <laughs> she asked me do you want one more they are all waiting you know right and i just walked away from that 
But here's what I want us to think about. Isn't it true? In many times, you know, when you feel like you're in deep, deep waters, when you feel like, man, you have no control over what's going on and you're flipping all fours and you're flapping and you're wondering, man, if, can I even hold on to something as I keep seem to be going down and down and down? Can I tell you someone who's waiting to grab at your shorts so that he can push you up is our heavenly father. He's our heavenly father who's waiting to just pull you up and no matter how deep that situation might seem and no matter how impossible that situation might seem, he wants to make sure that you're out of that water and bring you into a place of victory so that you can experience him at his very best. See, what am I trying to say, church? One simple thing. Have a God perspective. No matter how difficult your situation might seem, it's not the end of the world. It's not over till God says it's over. And here's the last thing that I want to close with again. Point number two. First one, have a God perspective is point number two. Go home. Wait. You can go home, but wait. What do I mean by go home? I want you to go back to that same verse, verse 13. Can you can you come back to verse 13? Verse 13. Behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. Emmaus was where their home was. And they were going back home. Where were they going back home from? Remember I told you there was a festival of Passover that was happening in Jerusalem. And they had gone to be a part of it. And I, I don't want to give too much history into this, but you know, the Passover feast, you know, was something that was celebrated over seven days. It was a week's festival. So they had gone into Jerusalem, they had experienced this amazing festival and they're coming back from the festival and they're going back home. And what were they discussing? They were discussing maybe what had happened in that event. Maybe they were discussing, you know, what happened to Jesus and, you know, and scripture clearly says that, you know, they were sad about the events that had taken place. Here's what I don't want us to miss. We need to go See, many times what happens is we are so happy when we're inside Sunday morning church. In fact, let me put it this way, okay? Um, I, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't think I mentioned this, okay? We just got back, you know, from Kerala last night, okay? And I remember, you know, we were in the AC coach and um, we were just reaching Mangalore when... Uh, there was a bunch of people, you know, who just stormed into our compartment. Ever been there? You know, you've been in a compartment and then suddenly, you know, a bunch of people just storm in. They didn't even have the tickets. Okay, forget the AC coach tickets. They didn't even have, you know, normal train tickets. They just walked into the coach. And, you know, there was, in the group of people, there were few people who were saying, no, no, we can't be here. You know, it's an AC coach. And they were ready to go out. But then the other group of people are like, no, 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 sit here. It's okay. It's only anyway one more stop and we're getting off on the next stop. So it's okay. And I remember, you know, they went in, they found an empty space, you know, in that AC coach, they went and sat there. And then suddenly, you know, there was this guy who comes in and says, you shouldn't be here, get up, you know, move out of this compartment. And and then, you know, he goes in, he calls the TTR, the, the TTR, I don't know what it stands for, I'm sure you know that, okay. So he comes in and he tells them, listen, you shouldn't be here, you don't have the tickets for this, this is the AC coach, this is a reserved compartment, you need to get out of this place. 
and he ushers all of them outside you know there was a group of at least i think 6 7 people he ushers all of them outside that compartment and he says and they're like no next compartment is also ac that's fine just keep moving just keep moving and i don't know where he takes them but ultimately you know he keeps going off with them from that compartment you know what the problem with most of us are you know why i bring that story up many of us would like you know what i believe you know what we have is like a box like thinking do you know what that box like thinking is when you're in this place you're your perfect people when you're in the church man when you know we put on the spiritual attire we think that man i'm in the church now i'm i'm going to worship god i'm going to listen to a message i'm going to do all of these things and and that's the you know the picture that we have in and as we move into the church we you know completely different people well, what happens when you move out of the church are you still the same kind of people Do you still have the same attire that listen I'm 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 still a godly person I'm still a person who should worship God or many times you know what we do we when we go into a workplace we have a certain kind of thinking when we come into the church we have a certain kind of thinking when we are with a group of friends we have a certain kind of thinking when you're with your pastor oh you have like a completely different person now are we the same people when it comes to moving out and where we are What do I mean by we need to go home? Listen, when I say we need to go home, it's not that man you come into a church and you have a God perspective. I'm not saying that. Listen, yeah, you you worship the Lord on Sunday morning, you listen to a great word, okay, and you go back thinking that okay, you know what, God is with us. God is with, today's message title, God is with us. Okay, I mean we we take back that. But listen, are you are you sure that God is with you from a Monday to a Tuesday to a Wednesday to a Thursday, every time of those moments, or is it God is only there with you on Sunday mornings? Are you getting what I'm saying church? It's important to understand listen having a god perspective is not just for a moment. Having a god perspective is not just inside the church. Having a god perspective is not when you know you're with your pastor or when you're with your group of spiritual friends. Having a god perspective is when even when you're all alone in your room you shut the lights out you're in a very very deep and dark place in your life and even in those moments you need to still have a god kind of perspective when you go home are you still the same godly perspective person and not just a church does this make sense you know you know what the hebrews writer says in hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 is what he says he says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is in the manner of some but exhorting one another so much more as you see the day approaching you know what he's saying listen don't 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 stop doing what you're doing yes it's important to be at church yes it's important to get around believers yes it's important to you know have community around believers but you know what you should not do you shouldn't just limit yourself you know to that kind of box thinking and say okay i'm like this when i am but when i'm all alone oh man are you the same person that you are on sunday morning inside of the church see it's one thing to have a god perspective but it's one thing to have god perspective every single moment of your life do you have a god perspective when you go home when there's nobody around you when when nobody is there to encourage you when there's nobody there to uplift you when there's nobody to say to you know say words of encouragement or words of spiritual upliftment to your life are you still having a god perspective even in those moments i want to say the statement you know the way to experience the power of god at work in our lives is to be able to go and face up to that situation or circumstance and do what it is that he wants us to do 
the way to experience the power of god work in our lives is to be able to go and face up to that situation or circumstance and do what it is that he wants us to do when you're in a difficult moment in your life when you're going through difficulties and challenges in your life you know what's the first thing that we want all of us we want to do come on talk to me what do you want to do when you're going through a difficult challenge or situation you want to get away from it don't you we want to run away from it i mean you know think about this you know college students okay young people when you're having your exams what's the first thing that you want to do you want to hope that you know your exams are over so that you can be at peace isn't that true you want to make sure that oh man one week of exams let me just get this over you want to immediately run out of that but can i tell you listen the power of god if you want to see the power of god at work in your life do you know where you can experience it it's in those same challenging difficult situations that you want to run away to so one of the testimony i think dr magnuson he was sharing he said that i saw god at work in all of those moments when he was at work in this emergency department it's easy you know to say god god give me the strength lord lord give me the ability to cope up with this situation and you know not go and face that situation and run away from it in fact let me let me tell you this you know one time i remember you know morning i remember one morning i prayed and i asked the lord 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 help me to have a very good attitude today that's all just just i just want a good attitude i don't want to you know lose my cool i don't want to get angry i just want to you know have a really good attitude today and do you know what i experienced that day any idea everything that was happening that day was getting on my nerves everything you know right just just you know getting on to a bus and i remember i almost you know lost it with the bus conductor because he was you know shouting and yelling you know at the top of his voice and i'm like you know just trying to hold my cool and i remember walking into my clinic and i remember you know trying to trying to you know be cool and be calm and have that good attitude thing which i prayed for in the morning lord i said i wanted a good attitude why are you not giving me a good attitude and remember somewhere towards the afternoon i somehow managed you know not to lose my cool and this and that's when i remember you know what i remembered i prayed today morning for a good attitude why is it so difficult today why is it so difficult and you know what i realized and it was that moment i realized something the reason god was allowing me to go through difficult situations that entire day was so that i could continue to display and put on a good attitude no matter what was happening around me what am i trying to tell you church listen when you pray and ask the lord for something do you know where it's best at best manifest in those same moments and difficulties that you're experiencing on a every single day basis lord give me the strength you sitting there i'm telling you he will not give you the strength you will not even feel the presence of god sometime when you pray for that but when you go back into that situation that you've been running away from maybe or maybe that situation that is going to come up that's when you will experience the tremendous strength of god the same thing that you had prayed and asked the lord for so what am i trying to say church listen it's important to go home it's important to understand that god is at work in my life even though i don't feel it even though i don't see it and i know that god will give me the strength and the grace that i need to go through the situations that i need to go through as long as i continue to keep having a god perspective the reason one of the reasons i believe you know all of these scriptural examples that we looked at today they missed the presence of god in that place was because they were so consumed by what they were going 
I promise you, church, as we step into 2024, you can miss it entirely again. And maybe, you know, as you go back and today, you know, being the last Sunday of this year, maybe, maybe today afternoon or maybe today evening, I want you to go back, you know, through this last one year and list out maybe all the difficulties that you have faced this last one year, all the challenges that you have gone through and see if truly God was not there in that moment or not. Let me close with a story, okay? And this is something which I believe is so relevant for us, okay? How many of you heard of Michael Jackson? I'm not sure if the young generation knows about it, okay? But, you know, he was called as the king of pop, Michael Jackson, okay? And uh, there was a documentary that was done you know, one of his most famous songs, anybody? This church, should we even mention that? Yeah, it's okay. Anyone remembers one of his most popular songs? Thriller? Beat it? We've got two people going on. Nobody else was such a Heal the world. There was a song that was called as Billie Jean. And what this documentary says is, um, this documentary, they did an interview with the producer of that Billie Jean video. I want you to, if you've not seen the video, go back and at least watch the video. It's not a sin, it's okay. You can watch the video, okay. The video was supposed to be a really, you know, well done video. And in this documentary, in this interview with that producer of that video, okay, they say Michael Jackson had this dance step that he was supposed to, how many of you remember his famous dance step? Okay, he was known for that one dance move. Okay. And what they said was, you know, um, they had lit up literally, you know, on the floor. They had these lights on the floor under the, uh, so imagine this tile and imagine there's a light under that tile. Okay. So what the producer told Michael Jackson was, listen, when you're doing this dance step during this video, I've already pre-lit a few lights on the floor. And as you're doing your dance steps, I want you to make sure that you step on those boxes which I've already pre-lit because if you don't step on those boxes, the light will not light up. You get that idea? Okay. So Michael Jackson, you know, the king of pop, the, the, the guy who had, you know, amazing dance moves and all of those things, he had to go in line with whom? His producer. So that man, as he danced, you know, his way through, he had to make sure that he remembered that I step on the box which the producer has already pre-done for me so that as I step on that box, the lights will go up. If you haven't watched the video, please go back and watch it. This is how it was done. And right through that whole video, as he's dancing, you know, to the tune of Billie Jean, you know, he makes sure that he steps on only the boxes that, you know, the director had charted out for him. The producer had charted out. Because if he had missed it, you know what would have happened? The lights would have never come and the video would not have been an amazing video that it turned out to be. Church, in closing, here's what I want us to think about. Your creator has already gone before you. 2024 is not going to be surprising to God and say, oh, I didn't see that coming, no. He's not going to be caught by surprise, you know, through everything that you we go through in 2024. You know why? He's already pre-lit certain boxes that you need to walk on. But get this. If you decide that you want to walk on the boxes that you choose to walk on and not walk on the boxes that he has lit up for you, you know what's going to happen? You're not Michael Jackson, but I'm just saying. 
what does god has in store for each of us in 2024 i do not know personally what's he going to do for you but here's what i do know about god he's gone before you he has gone before you and he is going to be with you in every moment of your life in 2024 period you don't have to doubt it for a moment you don't have to think about you know whether god's going to be there or not he will but the only thing that you know we need to bear in mind as we step into this new year is am i going to keep my thoughts focused on god every situation that i go through do i have a god perspective about that situation that i'm facing and i'm going through and will i continue to walk on the boxes that god has predestined for me already can we close our eyes and look to the lord in prayer can we all just stand up in the places where we are right now as we look to the lord as we come to a close of 2023 and as we just heard god's always been there with us and he will always continue to be there with us that's a promise that he's given to us even before the beginning of time i will never leave you i will never forsake you he will always be there with you and maybe you know when you look back at 2023 there has been moments where you felt you were all alone there might have been moments where you felt that god is not there and god had left you but church this morning as we close the year 2023 i want us to remind ourselves and say lord lord i may not have experienced you the way that i should have and maybe just like we heard today morning maybe you know we we were in a place where god was doing something but we missed it entirely because we were too consumed with the things that we were going through but this morning as we step into this new year as we move into the new year let's move in with an attitude that god is there with us and that every situation that we might face and experience during this upcoming year we know that god will go before us he has already fought and won the battles for us and that we will stand on victorious ground no matter what happens thank you jesus hallelujah church if there are moments of regret this last year i want us to lay it down at the feet of the master this morning If there are moments where you felt like you abandoned God because you felt God was not doing something for you I want you to come back into the presence of God this morning God will never leave you God has always been faithful and even though we might have exhibited unfaithfulness he's still there faithfully waiting for us to come back to him And church if that is you this morning I want you to lay aside everything else and come back into his presence and say lord moving into this year 2024 I want to experience more and more of you lord I don't want to miss your presence lord I don't want to miss what you're doing in my life lord I want to be there and aware of what you're doing lord jesus thank you lord thank you jesus Father even this morning Lord as we're in your presence Father we thank you once again Lord Father Lord for this year that has gone by Lord 2023 Lord Father was a year of testimonies and year of things where you were doing and Lord 
doing amazing things, Lord Father. And there are moments, Lord Father, Lord, just like we heard, Lord Father, there are, might have been moments where we missed your presence entirely, Lord. But Lord Jesus, this morning as we are in your presence, Lord, we want to recommit our lives into you, Lord. Lord, if we have lost that godly perspective, Lord Father, in everything that we're going through, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, this morning that you would once again give us a godly perspective, Lord. Help us to come into a place, Lord Father, Lord, where we see God in every situation in our lives, Lord. Open up our eyes, Lord Father, Lord. Open up our spiritual eyes to see what you're doing in the midst, Lord. And Father, Lord, help us to recognize and help us to be aware of what is going to happen, Lord. And help us to be aware, Lord Father, Lord, of what is happening in the midst of everything, Lord Father. Not to lose our calm, not to lose our peace, but Lord, to continue to keep our eyes fixed on you, no matter how deep and how problematic things might be, Lord. Father, we are expecting great things for the year 2024, Lord. Lord, Lord, we believe by faith, Lord, that just like we heard, Lord, you've already gone before us, Lord. You've already, Lord Father, Lord, pre-lit those boxes for us, Lord. And Lord, all we have to do is, Lord Father, Lord, step into to that box which you want us to step into Lord and help us to do that in this coming year in the name of Jesus Lord. Oh we thank you Lord we thank you Father. Lord once again we thank you for your word this morning Lord even as we leave from this place. Holy Spirit I pray that you continually speak to us Lord. Help us Lord to be able to keep our focus on you again and again Lord Jesus. We thank you Lord we praise your name. In Jesus most mighty and precious name we pray. Amen. Receive the benediction. May the love of God the Father the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of our Holy Spirit be with each and every one of us now and forevermore. Amen. That really spoke to me and I pray that it spoke to you as well. I want you to remember this. It doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at. Our Heavenly Father is always with you. I want to say this. If you need prayer or you want to reach out to us, send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again. And I'm really hoping to see you next week.